0: Welcome to Freeform Radio on the Freeform Network. You can follow us on Twitter at FFR Podcast. Remember to send your questions and suggestions to ffnquestions at gmail.com. That's how we communicate with our great listeners. And uh, you can always send reviews, tips, suggestions, or any questions and comments you have about our previous episodes. Uh, We're Freeform Radio and we got Danny today.
1: Yes, sir, man. It's a little chilly which is good uh and rainy but man uh beautiful start to the morning so hopefully it just keeps going
0: awesome and then we got uh noel with us today he sounds <laughs> yeah, kind of sir. exhausted this morning but he'll oh yeah
2: through. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta re- hit the nail on the head man i am pretty tired and it's uh it's hard to know if it's day or night because it's pretty dark out there but we're here ready to go
0: Awesome, and it's all good, Andy. The whole gang's here to talk your ears off. We want to thank you for listening, and uh, let's get the ball rolling, man. So everybody's, uh, it's summer's in full swing now. Uh, Danny does, uh, uh, he looks like he does what every uh, uh, red-blooded American does. He went to a baseball game. Tell us all about it, Danny.
1: Heck yeah, man. Uh, ended up going to a White Sox game uh, last week. But actually, before we jump on to that, man, just to let everybody know, this is episode 199 next episode is 200 man it's kind of crazy that we're gonna have two episodes under our belt I know we've missed one here and there but to have 200 episodes of this it's 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 pretty cool man um something yeah, right. else right so uh something else to quickly bring up man I don't know if you guys saw in the news dick Biondi died man i I I was totally shocked. I know that me and you, Andy, we've met him a, a few times, actually. Um, and he, yeah, he, when our, he
0: died today.
1: <clears throat> no, I, I think it said the 29th of June or the 28th of June. So it was just a few days ago. But it just popped up on my feed today that I saw it. And uh, for you for you uh, younger guys that don't know Dick Biondi, he was a host for an oldie show forever, man, since I grew up uh i think he started off in am and then he transitioned to like 104.3 when that was the oldie station and then he moved on to like uh what is it 94.7 when that was the oldie station so he had been around for a long time and and yeah he passed away
0: i was remember when he was on 104.3 the oldie station right they moved formats but they had that original hd radio thing you remember that i don't even know if that's a thing and he was on there but nobody was able to listen to him and the funny thing you say that he passed away a couple days ago um i got on my youtube page uh and for a reason this had to be like two three days ago so that makes sense i had this someone uh recommended was this dick beyond someone recorded like a whole radio show like his well, greatest
1: hits or something?
0: I, I don't know. It was on uh, 94.7, and he's just like, there's uh, like a random show. They just threw up him talking about, you know, putting on the radio. And it was like on there, and I listened to it. It was like, man, I listened to like the 10 minutes of it. It was like a throwback. And I was like, why is this on here? It was weird. And probably that's because he died. So he passed away. So that, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I and, and this is the guy, too, right, that was banging, like, the neighbor of Dave? What, what? No,
0: yeah, he knew, I, I think he had relations with her, allegedly, uh, right. but when we met him at uh in Lombard, uh, Channing Castle, I believe, he was there, I don't know if he was a party or he was doing something with the radio, we, we started talking to him, and we told him we're from, and he goes, I know that area, and then Dave told him that, you know, he lived on the street, and then he's like, really and then he started talking to about a woman and then the conversation went there and he's like yeah that woman's crazy (laughs) like stay away from her so it was like like a wow moment and uh and then yeah we met him a handful of times i I, I, one more time i think after that and we were a little bit older but yeah he was a staple here in chicago
1: yeah sad to see him go so dick beyond thanks for the times man i'm a big oldies fan and I, i love listening to some good oldies so yeah, sad to see you go. Uh, some good times. But yeah, jumping back into the White Sox, um, uh, my brother, my uh, my younger brother, not youngest, that's Noel, but my younger brother, um, Saul, ended up hooking me up with some White Sox tickets. Uh, some supplier gave it to him, I think, uh, was the story. I didn't, didn't really hear the full thing. But man, these seats were awesome. And they were right behind the, the White Sox uh, pitchers where they warm up. And right in front of the Xfinity Kids section, where the kids um, um, play and stuff, and man, it was it was really—you couldn't ask for a better night weather-wise. It was beautiful. It was um, warmish, but not too warm. There was a nice breeze. It was a night game, so by the time we went there, the sun was up for maybe like half an hour, and then it finally went down and. The night got nice and cool. It was really nice. Uh, Too bad they lost. It was the first game against the Red Sox. uh, And the Rock Sox are playing half decent. And the Sox are on and off kind of right now. So um, it it was kind of sad to see them lose. But it was cool to go to a game. It was my first one for this year. And then they have fireworks at the end. So you can't beat that.
0: Yeah, the Sox are not a good team. But they're like kind of in it because the division sucks. Um, but yeah, I mean, awesome, dude. Anytime you could go to a game where it's, uh, where you're compensated, <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, yeah. And I was watching highlights of them last night from they're playing Oakland, which that's a bad team. And it was a horrible loss. And I'm just like, why do I keep up with this shit? Cause it, they suck. I'm kind of ready for football.
1: Yeah. I'm excited for football too, but yeah, I, I wish I still had cable so I can watch the Sox live. Uh, because I could, I could really watch any game, even if they're losing, if it's a good game back and forth. Obviously, if they're winning, it's a it's a much better game. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a good time. Uh, a little expensive, even though the, the tickets were free, so that's always appreciated. But, uh, man, the food was ridiculously priced. The drinks, uh, everything was just so much. Um, and that's that we didn't really go balls to the walls, you know, Junior got a slice of pizza, a couple of pops, water, a beer or two. And it's just like, my God. It's just like, I don't know how people go with their entire families and survive <laughs> spending the day at, at a Sox game. But well, good time, and I appreciate the tickets.
2: Can you give us the, the price breakdown on some of the stuff?
1: Uh, I don't really at, remember everything and- exactly, but, yeah, the beers were – uh, 12 bucks, something oh, like that. It, yeah, it was definitely wow. over $10. Um, were
0: the, they tall the, boys?
1: Yeah, there were the larger ones for 12 bucks. So the 16 the, ounce. Yeah, the, the smaller ones, I, I want to say there were like just over 10 or something like that. But that's for the light beer, right? Yeah, it wasn't the, the, the domestic stuff. It wasn't the international Modelo, Corona, stuff like that. Uh, so it was like the generic, you know, the Miller, the Buds. Um, uh, Coors Lights, stuff like that. Uh, that's it, robbery, dude.
0: Yeah, like was... you didn't say generic, or you didn't say all there. <laughs> I
1: did see that they had old styles, but I'm not sure if they fell into the premium or into the domestic category. But
0: <laughs> more domestic, definitely not premium.
1: <laughs> right, but yeah, man, the the pizza. I think it was like a ten bucks a slice. Yeah. It was it was kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy, but it's inflation. Uh, The other thing that was kind of cool is that I haven't gone since they went all digital. There's like no cash. We don't touch you. You don't touch us. You just touch the kiosk. We give you the food. We give you the beer. Even the beer guys, they're walking around with those like portable charger things so they could just charge a credit card and stuff. There's like no cash is exchanged um, on the app for the ballpark because the other thing is that you could order – food to come to your area and then you could buy it or i didn't try it out because i'm like it sounds too complicated if i need anything i'm going to go up to the stands but supposedly you could order (laughs) beer and hot dogs and stuff like that and like they'll bring it out to your area but i don't know how that really works in this new digital
2: age but uh, they probably just tie into your seat and then they just go to your seat Yeah,
1: right but i don't know if it's Um, Accompanied with some kind of app fee Because they're bringing you food I don't know if it's some kind of like tip is Expected
2: because they're
1: bringing you stuff I don't don't know how that would work That's a good point
2: Uh, I um, I did that at the theater but uh, I didn't give a tip I just was whatever the cost was And they just bring it out to your seat at the theater
1: yeah, I know that's something new for theaters, but even before COVID and all that, uh, the premium theaters were having where they'll bring you popcorn, food, nachos, stuff like that. But, yeah, I guess it's in the ballpark now. But uh, the other thing, I, I, I think we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, but the tip thing, man, every time you bought something, that automatic tip would pop up and you would have to deliberately hit cancel. Otherwise, it would charge you like 15 percent.
0: Yeah, so, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Right. Me and my right. wife had Sorry, right. yeah, me and my wife had we ordered a pizza on Friday for and then uh we were driving around and then I'm like, just order a pizza at the local place over here and then she placed it on the app. And then they're like, So we're picking it up, it's a carryout order, and then they're like, Do you want a tip? And she's like, It's asking me to tip. I'm like, I don't know what's there to tip. We're picking it up, it's not delivery, so it's just so weird not like and sometimes it's like, uh, I, we, I, we, I talked about, we talked about it. There's a CNBC thing. It's like, there's a pressure for you to tip if not, right. you're, like, you're, a, you're a big asshole.
1: Yeah. They, they try to guilt you and it, and I do feel it, man. I feel <laughs> it because the guy is standing there or the lady and they're like, yeah, uh, $20 for whatever you bought. And so you, you, you hit the, your credit card onto the screen. And then the first thing is, you know, the tip. And they're staring at you, you know, because they're waiting for you to finish your transaction. And you got to, in their face, hit no and hit anything other than continue, which is the 15%. And uh, obviously, since I don't think you should have to tip people that when you walk up to the the concourse place. uh, Now, if they come and bring me the stuff, then I could foresee tipping them because they're definitely bringing me something. But. Yeah, it was a little awkward, but I know we've spoken on and off about this new tip era that we're in. That everybody's expecting a tip, even McDonald's and stuff like that now. It looks like, but it's crazy uh, to me. I don't, uh, I don't see it, man. I, 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 especially me. I've always had issues with with tipping, so I don't know. Um,
0: yeah, the it's, other... it's it's complicated in. With inflation, everybody's just like, and then especially from the pandemic, like everybody, a lot of workers feel like they deserve it. And then, yeah, it gets really muddy and gray if you don't, because it's like so much pressure for you to do it.
1: Right, because I definitely want to try to be fair. Um, when I go to a restaurant, if if things are average, I give 15%. If things are exceptional, I go 20 so to me, I, I I do abide by if the bill's 150 bucks, then it's 15% of that or 20% of that. That's just the way it is. And no matter how much it is, that's what it is. So I I am, a, for the most part, a tipper. But in certain situations, you're picking up pizza. It shouldn't even ask you if you want to leave a tip. To me, that that's kind of stuff is like it should be default no. And you could leave a tip if you wanted to right like like the lady was smiling up the ass and you know called you sweetheart and you, you you know your nuts swelled up a little and you're like oh shit man let me give this chick ten 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 percent <laughs> but uh, otherwise it should be default zero that's volume. all it takes then
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was man. born into you showed up sir.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just here falling asleep until you walked up and ordered this it's pizza. Like, oh,
0: you guys seem cool, man, so I'm going to tell you about like we can make anything you want on the menu, like, you know, don't worry about it. If you want something yeah. outside, we'll make it for you.
1: Right, right. <laughs> uh the only thing that still was cash was obviously the the people outside, those guys that sell like water and pop and um uh, peanuts and those uh bootleg t-shirts and st- stuff like that 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 all was still cash i didn't see anybody with a credit card charger trying to charge you uh, on the side for that but
0: um yeah that's and- so so weird now man like uh i know the socks have like a tent but everybody going up to the park like remember I used to see scalpers do you even see that anymore like and now with the uh, ballpark app that they make everyone get to get the tickets like how does that like I don't know, like I'll be f- scared by her, like you give these guys money or you sell them money and it's like even and they just like you're even more messed up, you know,
1: I think it definitely changes the atmosphere of how all that stuff is because, I, you know, I haven't gone in this digital age uh, to a game. I haven't gone like in a year or two since the COVID thing and uh, when as soon as Sal told me about the tickets, the first thing I texted them was, hey, do I need to drive out your area? Uh, Because are they physical tickets or are they digital and you're emailing them to me or how's it all work? And he's like, no, everything's digital now. I'll email you the the link in a minute. And I was just like, all right, sweet. And when I got it, it made me download this ballpark app. Yeah. And and that's like you said, Andy, that's that's where all your tickets lie. And that's where you order the, the beer or the hot dogs if you want them to bring it down to your seat so it it's definitely newer i can't see how old people deal with this because i'm somewhat tech savvy i'm not like totally illiterate but at the same time i'm just like what the hell's going on what is all this shit, man can i just can i just flag down a beer guy and be like yeah hey, here's five here's ten bucks you know give me a beer it, it's really different era now so yeah welcome to the the new age andy
0: when i was a kid uh I, I still remember going to the old Comiskey, my dad taking me and there was people there was guys in the stand smoking cigarettes and cigars and uh you know uh, today that just seems like prehistoric right <laughs> like people smoking there and then uh, and and then everything else that's going on so yeah it's definitely like with that and then with the no cash it's strange
1: Yeah, now that you bring up smoking, man, um, there were people vaping everywhere, man. There was Mm -hmm. all these people with these vape pens and just, like, taking a vape, taking a hit. And, um, you know, luckily there was nobody by me. And even though vape, most, most of these vapors, these hardcore vapors, they're just doing those fruity mix scents Nobody's vaping hardcore tobacco like, you know, like a cigar smell or anything like that. So it's got like a fruity pebble scent to it. So it doesn't really, I think, bother too many people. But, yeah, vaping <laughs> was crazy.
0: Yeah, I imagine I, I, more people are vaping in public and in stores and but they do it like they try to keep it, uh, uh, you know, kind of low key, right? Low like, key, like, but they right. do it. But I'm like, I personally don't care, but I do see it more and more at stores and, and public areas.
1: Yeah, yeah. I It, it doesn't really bother me. Um, so to me, even if it was like right next to me, I I think I'd be fine with it, but I did notice it a lot more because you, you would notice every now and then people trying to smoke a, a quick drag of a cigarette, uh, but it was more blatantly because the, the smoke would take a while to dissipate in the air, but right. vaping is so thin that I think People just feel like they can get away with it without too many problems. But that's enough of me, Andy. Let's jump over to Noel. Uh I see you're uh, still playing Ghost of Tsushima. Did you finish it or are you still in the middle of that? Give us an update on that.
2: Yeah, I think I'm about maybe forty percent, fifty percent of the way through. At least PS5 says I'm like like less than forty. Yeah, it says I'm like thirty four. But I don't see how that's possible, man. Like I already you know secured the the southern island I'm working on the northern island I'm like halfway through it almost There's just so many more quests That I thought there were I'm thinking I'm like oh yeah I put in you know I put in literally 50 hours Into this game I'm like oh yeah I gotta be Almost done right and I'm looking I'm like What the fuck like how am I not Almost done with this game But uh, it turns out that uh, there's a main story There's a DLC And then there's just so many different like uh, Small things that you can do Small quests and, like, um, like um these shrines that you go to to get, like, boosts and all that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I've been playing it, like, this last week and a half. Um, and be, before that, man, like, just to kind of give context here, I hadn't really played too much PS5. I've had the PS5 since last year, or I believe, yeah, since last year, around Black Friday, I got it um And I hadn't really played in this whole time, so it's I've had it like eight months and just maybe put in an hour or two in games. And then uh, like a couple weeks back, we had a party and everybody kind of ganged up on me and were saying like, "Man, you got a PS5, you don't even play." And I'm like, "Shit, you, you're right, man. Like, I spent all this money, I got all this stuff, and I don't really use it." And uh yeah, part of it is I don't have as much time because I'm working. But at the same time, it's like, what am I doing when I do have free time? Just watching YouTube and shit. It's like let me let me start putting hours into these games especially they're they're really good games like I didn't get some trash games you know I got the best ones that they have so Ghost of Tsushima is not available on PC it's only on the PS5 right now so that was the first game that I bought with the PS5 because I wanted to play it for sure and it's paid off man honestly I I give this close to a 9 out of 10 uh, I would say like an 8.95 out of 10 um, is what I rated. it. There are a couple of things I would have done like differently. Uh, maybe I would have made it easier to find who you're looking for in the map and in like the world. Cause um like GTA, you can find people down to the street level, like where where like where they are and all that. So it's easy to find who you need to talk to. But in this game, it kind of gives you like a circle, like, oh, they're in this general area, like mile wide radius. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to look this whole fucking mile. Like, so it's cool when it's a couple of times. But when you're doing it for like the 30th time, I'm just like, man, like I. they do show an icon. So at least it kind of points you in the right direction. And you got this kind of navigation system that the, the winds kind of blow in a certain way. And when you see the winds blow in that direction, you go in that direction. So they do help you out a little bit but uh for the most part you're like you're gonna be spending time looking for people longer than i think you should have to uh should be a little simpler to find who you need to talk to um other than that the combat system is so freaking good man uh it's fluid and i love using like bows and and uh bow and arrow uh as well as sword i use both but the bow and arrow is so smooth man like i i finally got it mastered to the point where i don't even have to get off my horse i could just be in like uh maybe 100 uh 100 yards out just shooting people headshots headshots and uh it's it's so fun dude you got explosive arrows you got these like sticky bombs you got all these cool weapons kunais which are like these small little daggers you just throw and slit people's throats with the assassination the stealth the story itself and then the world man like it's so gorgeous On the PS5, it it plays smooth. It's 4K, 60 frames, which is what my TV can handle. So I'm not one of those bougie people that need 120. I can get by with 60 on this TV. And, uh, man, such a cool game. But uh, you you played it, right, Daniel?
1: Yeah, man. Ghost of Tsushima was definitely one of my favorites when I played it. Um, I definitely put in tons of hours. I got the, the Platinum on it and i i saw that you were going to talk about this so i i looked it up and my playstation profiles category says that it took me one month and two weeks to get the platinum on this game because it's so big and so much stuff to do uh that it it is crazy like you said i i could see you putting in definitely a hundred or if not more hours into this game to get everything but like you said man everything's awesome on it the combat's awesome to me, one of the cool things is just the colors. Uh, they use those um, those trees that have those petals that come off of it. Those color petal things. I forget what they're called. Yeah, the sakura that, trees. That's what give. That's what guides you in in the game uh as the wind blows it, if you see those those pedals moving to the left then you know that your waypoint and your objective is towards the left and if it moves to the right then you know your objective is to the right if it moves going forward to you you know you got to keep moving forward if you see it blowing to the back of you you know you passed it up so really intuitive without having all these crazy lines and craziness and maybe to your point Noel it it kind of um it leaves it a little ambiguous but at the same time, it keeps you really engaged in the game uh, where it's not just a huge map with all these reticles telling you move here, move there. So um, there's a lot of people that actually play like hud these types of games because they want to stay in the game. They don't want to leave it and have like a health reticle kind of thing. So I guess it depends how you want to play. But really awesome game. I really liked it. I did the DLC too, like you said, the... Uh, Uh, Oshika Island, I forgot what the name of the island is, but yeah, you go to an island, Iki Island, that's right. Um, supposedly they're working on Ghost of Tsushima too, and they're working on a TV show for it too, I think by Peacock, or I forget who who picked it up, but yeah, man, Ghost of Tsushima is an awesome franchise.
2: I'm glad they developed it, and uh, Sony did a good job, man. Yeah, they definitely did on this one. Uh, and I got the director's cut, so. Uh, I heard they improved like the performance and the look and all that. So I, I was I was really excited for this one. Um I, like I said, I still have a little ways to go. But uh Hey, let me ask
1: you, are you playing it in the Japanese dub? Or are you playing course. the English? Nah, Japanese, Japanese
2: okay. You know, a little fun fact, the the voice actor for Jin, the main character, um is the same voice actor as my favorite character from an anime I watch called One Piece. Uh, the character's oh, okay. name is Zoro. And he's been the voice actor oh. for Zoro since 1999, dude. So I've That's heard this one
1: guy. of uh, Junior's favorite uh, One Piece guys, the guy with the double sword.
2: Yeah, with the green hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. He has such a cool voice, the way he like just talks and just acts and, and everything and his attitude. So I, I always thought the swordsman was really cool. And to know that he's playing another swordsman, I'm like, Dad, I gotta listen. You know, I gotta have it in Japanese. I, I did uh, hear the English one. It's not bad either. Uh, I think if, if it was only English, I would have still enjoyed it. Um, but knowing that I could put it in Japanese and, like, have the subtitles and enjoy it like that, I'm like, man, this is this is where it's at. Yeah, for sure. I, I did the English because I, I I even though I do
1: typically put subtitles on just in case I miss something, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I could definitely not read that quick and capture everything. So I have English with subtitles, but this is uh an exception to the game where the japanese original text is supposedly really really good and the game is designed in the japanese language with uh english subtitles that is how it is designed by default
2: right um yeah i could definitely see that and and i I think yeah you you are right i'm I'm just so used to reading the subtitles that i but it is kind of fast so i do agree with that uh even i miss a couple words and i'm just like ah, i get the gist because i i kind of get their attitude and i get what they're trying to say and if you get like a couple of words in the sentence you kind of know like oh this is a sad moment like you know what they're talking about Someone someone died or something but uh yeah like it's it's definitely authentic more authentic i think with the japanese (sighs) but um yeah shifting on um Aside from this game I've been playing, I actually finished up season two of the show I brought up earlier called From. Uh, It's like a horror TV show. Uh, So the second season wrapped up, and I'm really hoping they renew it for a third because they definitely left it so that there has to be a third. So if they kind of cancel it, eh, I'll be really bummed out about it. But I I think it's doing fairly well in terms of ratings. And uh, not to spoil it, but like they they finally figured a way out. Cause they were like trapped in this town surrounded by like these demon things that come out at night and eat people. And so they were just unable to communicate and get out. But finally one of the people there uh, ma- managed to find a way out and uh we'll see about season three, you know?
1: Yeah. It's, it's disappointing when um shows get canceled before there really should be just because I, I get what you're saying. Sometimes you, you, get into a groove with a good show and then for whatever reason, it's just abruptly canceled. Not a lot of people are watching it or whatever the case would be. So yeah, hopefully since you like it that they keep it going, Uh, especially if they did end it on some kind of like cliffhanger or where you could see where the story can go next um, on the next season for sure.
0: And yeah, and like the the latest trend is just canceling shows uh, after one season. So if your show makes it to like two or three seasons, you've been pretty lucky. Especially on like uh, the streaming services, I feel like they cancel more shows now than ever. Right. And uh, they're not giving them any chance to succeed. They just cancel them. If you're not ahead off right right off the the gate, yeah, you you're, you're gonna run into issues.
2: Yeah, it's tough for these shows that are like, they're pretty good and they have a fan base. But for whatever reason, the corporate just doesn't feel like it's worth it. Um, uh, I do want to say also I'm planning on getting this uh, OLED TV, uh, the Samsung. I went to Best Buy. um, It was last Saturday, I believe. Um, And I got a chance to see their TVs for the first time in a long, long time. I hadn't really gone to Best Buy in years, and it's just because, like, it's, to me, it seems overpriced, and then I have to go and pick up my own stuff. I usually just get things delivered nowadays, Um, but in this case, I'm like, I want to see what I'm going to buy down the line in person before I get it. Um, And my cousin is Mel. He he keeps up with technology a lot, so he was telling me about this uh, OLED TV that Samsung makes. And I, I love Samsung. Like, I have a Samsung TV right now, and it's It's amazing. Like it's I couldn't ask for more. It's it doesn't have all the bells and whistles, the high end TVs that like are in the thousands of dollars have. But for what I paid for, which was like six hundred bucks or under seven hundred with tax, um, it it's been you know, great. It's been an awesome experience. So the OLED he was talking about, I don't know if you guys know much about TVs or or OLED or what that term means, but um I actually don't even know the actual acronym of how it how what it means but i know that its concept is about making the contrast between black and white nearly infinite so that you you can like see the picture just pop even more than you've ever seen in any other tv before and so it it has this technology where the blacks look like true black like true darkness so if you're watching a nighttime scene everything pops so much more because the blacks literally the the pixels that show black will turn off so there there's like nothing there so all you're left with is the actual light of the pixels that do have color and whatever shading there is so it it just makes everything look so much better and uh it's going to be 120 hertz i believe refresh rate so i'll be able to play 120 frames for video games at 4k with this contrast ratio that's near infinite so uh Although the price tag's a little hefty, not not too hefty. Um, I already setting aside money for it, and uh, I'm gonna be doing this uh, probably around Black Friday. To see Is if it I can curved just get... in a while? I I don't think it's curved like an actual TV. That like that's the main feature. Not like that. No, it's more flat screen. Um, but I, I mean, it, it's it's curved as much as any other LED. Right. Yeah. To me, yeah, these OLEDs, these
1: are the new things that are really, really beautiful. I, I don't think mine's an OLED. I think mine's just a straight LED. Um, but yeah, man, you're right. These new OLEDs, when I walk into sometimes a like Costco and stuff like that, I'm like, man, these TVs look beautiful. And, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of set with my TV and I'm not having any problems so i'm not sure when i would have an opportunity to really upgrade other than you know let me throw my old one in the garbage just because i feel like getting something new so i i don't know man Uh, i would love to get a newer one because mine does have just a 60 refresh rate and the 120s i've seen them and (laughs) for gaming it really improves it and makes that that um, uh, frame rate looks so much like butter, man. It just, it looks really, really nice. But yes, I'd have to, you know, like intentionally like, oops, break my TV so I could get a new one. Otherwise my TV
2: is still kind of rocking. Nah, yeah, I I hear you on that. My TV is like about almost four years old, I think, maybe even a little older than that. So it's not that I need a new TV and not that I'm in a rush to get it. That's why I'm waiting until Black Friday. It's that uh, I have this horror movie collection I've been collect, like amassing, ever since I got the PS5 last year. Um, so, I want to watch it in the best way that I can watch it for the price, right? Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get like a hundred inch you know projector t- uh, like a movie theater experience. Right. But I know this OLED for the price of what it is is going to be elevating the quality at which i watch these movies and horror movies i mean everyone knows typically are like darker movies like visually like just visually they're darker so i know the oled's gonna make it pop uh it's gonna make it that much better and uh yeah we'll we'll see man um a lot of things in the works We'll, we'll we'll see what happens uh i'll keep you guys posted around black friday but uh shifting gears here let's go to andy
0: uh, let's see here,
2: Andy. You want to talk about the USFL championship? Is this uh, something with football or what is this? Yeah,
0: it's the, the last... Uh, so we have two spring leagues now, the XFL and the USFL. The XFL, uh, I mean, I talked about it in previous episodes. I felt like... Uh, uh, it's a, uh, legitimate athletics going on, but like something's not right. It feels kind of... Uh, hollywood-esque and the usfl the games are a lot closer but the problem is they don't necessarily had their two best teams playing last night it was uh the birmingham stallions and the uh, the pittsburgh maulers but the maulers had a, uh, they were under 500 and they made it to the championship game because of the the division they're in or conference whatever you want to call it but birmingham won. that's two years in a row that they have won the usfl championship since they came back the last two years and that's it for football until college football and nfl start again uh, the them the spring leagues and uh the usfl like i stated i think it's better product than the xfl um and i do the games are easier to find I know I think uh, the XFL is like on ESPN plus or something and, and ABC and the USFL is on Fox and NBC and their Peacock and FS1, uh, but they're easier to find and it's not as, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I feel it's presented in a better, pro- it's presented better than the XFL. Like XFL has the rock after that. There's not really much and the uh, No, so that that's my
1: thoughts on it. I heard they lost a ton of money, the XFL.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then that that's like uh, they lost something like sixty million dollars. Um, they do have better. I Feel like they do have somewhat like the USFL has players like they want to get back into the league, and the XFL kind of touts that. But the XFL also had like a lot of old. NFL players like like maybe they could have one last run. They had a, like a handful of those. Um, so I don't know, but the USFL games were more competitive. Uh, last night's game wasn't as competitive. Birmingham just they wanted there. They are a good team. They're good. They're coached very well. The The problem with the USFL and the XFL, the coaching, the head coaches move a lot. So if they get an opportunity to jump to another uh like to the nfl or something like that they'll take it and i know a lot of they had a lot of new coaches this year birmingham did it they had the same coach and then he won again so we'll see how it goes uh but i, I think would
1: ha- i would have to imagine that it, not only the coaching but maybe even players i i yeah. I'm constantly seeing emails that so-and-so players moving to the nfl so-and-so player got drafted into this team or picked up by this team so I imagine players and coaches, there's they a big They get turnaround.
0: offers to go to training camp to, to try out and maybe be like special teams players. But a big chunk of them, they're never going to play football in the NFL. They're just trying to see, get a tryout. And then some of the better athletes that are there, there used to be like, an, their big thing is they played on, on, in the NFL or they were like on, they were drafted and they were like on practice squads or, there are special teamers, and they're just trying to show they could do more. Um, but a lot of them, like I said, they get offers to to go uh, try out. They don't even get contracts. They get offers to try out. Like, I know the XFL had a quarterback last year that went to play for Carolina, and the guy was pretty good. Uh, he was a backup. He started a couple games, but, I mean, he was good. He was average, you know. He did his job. He wasn't, like, the spectacular player. Um, but I get it. Guys get jobs to get opportunities. That's all you can do. And I think the USFL has pays a little better, but I think the XFL has a like, more bonuses and stuff like that to the potential to make more money. Um, but again, uh, I like the USFL. I'll watch it. I made some time, mostly towards the middle to the end of the season. It's only 10 weeks. It's only, uh, what is it, like four games. So if it's on Sunday and it's the afternoon and they're on, I'll watch it. Uh, Usually it was on – it's usually like on Peacock or on Fox, so I could use the streaming or I could use the antenna. So uh, I was pretty good with that, and it was easy. And uh, it's football. I mean, it's not the best football, but I'll watch just about any football. And um, I don't know, man. I just like it. I like it's football – it's not too bad. It's the the games are close and that's all that matters. And the uh, USFL, they are going around. It used to be everything was in two locations last year. And this year they actually had games in a cup four different stadiums. Uh, they actually had a game in Detroit. They had a game out down uh, in uh, Alabama and then they went somewhere else. Uh, so they're starting to let more travel more because that's how they were cutting costs. is just having everything located in like two specific areas, right. and the one in uh, Detroit at Ford Field, they had a game at Ford Field. There was a lot of people there, so I'm assuming the tickets are pretty cheap. So that's uh, you know, it's pretty good. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm interested to see what they do next year and. Um, I'll keep my eye on it, and I'll talk about it more, you know?
1: For sure, man. Yeah, some football during um, the summer or not the summer. Well, yeah, I guess spring and summer is always good uh, to watch, especially because football doesn't start until the fall and winter.
0: Yeah, football starts after Labor Day. So I know college football starts uh, a week before Labor Day. There's a handful of games, then there's Labor Day, and then that's like the first full week of Everybody plays that weekend. And then the NFL starts the week after Labor Day, if I remember correctly. You'll they'll, they'll have your dumb preseason games that nobody watches, but, you no, know, it's football. And then now it even means less. There's a less game, one less game, right? And then they only play, like, one game or half a game, and then they sit them out because nobody wants to get injured. Um, so, uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the other thing, that kind of serious topic... Uh, is uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, if you know Danny uh, what's going on in France. You guys heard what's happening over there.
1: No. Yeah, I, I I saw the the video of the the kid getting shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people are kind of up in arms about it. Now I in the video to the the cops, credit, And I don't know all the hundred percent backstory, but. They had guns drawn to the kid in the car. The car had crashed already and the car took off and the cops standing there on the side of the car. Now I could see how maybe he was under the impression that he was going to get runned over. You really don't know in the moment since it happened so fast but at the same time I feel like if that was me, I would have maybe had some discretion and, and not fired my firearm and kind of waited to see how the situation would have resolved past that. But, yeah, they're, they're having some issues in France right now. The,
0: the the video I saw, the cop was on the windshield already so from a right. different angle. So, yeah, I mean, that's what started off this off. But France is like in flames right now. Like major cities are up and uh, there's rioting. Um, they are, I'm seeing videos and people on Twitter are like shocked what's going on. And it's mostly immigrants or migrants as they call them over there. And, uh, they're burning up everything, man. (laughs) So I'm kind of shocked. Uh, in France, uh, Marcon has, uh, put more cops up there. He's canceling. He he was going to go visit Germany for the first time in like forever. (laughs) And he canceled that trip, and because he's trying to get a grasp of what's going on, because they've been uh, riots and uh, burning up cities for like four nights now, and they've arrested over forty. I was reading this morning; they arrested over forty thousand people. So it's uh, it's pretty serious, and uh, they've welcomed. Uh, they've really had, uh, you know, not the, the political people they've really had like a welcoming, uh, immigrant, uh, uh, they've been very welcoming. They helped out a lot of people, but apparently now it's, uh, that, that being so nice has kind of backfired because, all those people, the, the, the people that are writing are you know, African descent or Arabs, and that's 10% of the population now. And they're, that's what, uh, that's what uh, from what I see in the videos and all that that's causing, you know, the riots is that they should be pissed off or what happened. But yeah, I mean, what, what's going on? is kind of shocking. People are comparing that here to the United States. And today there was reports that in other parts of Europe, there's also some riots spreading because of this. And um, the only one, <laughs> the Polish, somebody from the Polish government says this is not going to happen here because we have a low immigration rate. And we don't just let anybody come in here. <laughs> so i was like wow that's uh, a low immigration country i think poland so that he goes it's a nice day here or something the tweet stated
1: wow nuts yeah i to me i could see how some people would be upset obviously the kid was young i i want to say he was like a teen or something like that or under 20 for sure but yeah man it's uh it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to see anybody pass away, especially I don't know the full circumstance. I don't know if this guy just had killed somebody or if this guy was just speeding kind of thing. Uh, but whatever the case would be, you, you this kind of shows again what I've mentioned before. you really need to follow the police direction. I you know I, I didn't bring it up, but I just got pulled over uh, this past week. I got pulled over for speeding i didn't get buck wild i didn't get crazy i sat there with my seatbelt on the cop came asked me for my license and my insurance we exchanged uh some dialogue he went wrote me my ticket i came back and then i went on to my merry way so you just got to follow the cop's story. recording
0: then like i'm recording this shit man Fucking nah. Nah. i
1: could i could see that i could see if you've had some like bad interactions wanting to record the situation and, and even some dash cam that most cars have now or you could buy, they'll record your cockpit, uh, like uh, people that are um, uh, Uber drivers and stuff like that. But I, I didn't feel the necessity to do anything like that. And I'm sure even if that were to be the case, if I were to record it, I don't think the situation would have been any different other than exchange information, give me my ticket, and I'm off on my, my merry way. So, yeah. You just got to follow directions. Sometimes I get it. Maybe you feel unjustly, um, uh, you know, pulled over or whatever, but it's not the place to fight uh, to fix your so so called corruption. Uh, you, you go do that in court, you go do that where you're a lawyer. And yeah, sometimes that's easier said than done, but that's not the place to do it right there in front of the cop.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 just a problem that's going on, and I, I think um, the police in the United States, I think they're kind of aware of it. That's why they got the the recording everything too now themselves, and then people used to talk how in Europe everything is so different and all this. But also they're saying one of the reasons this is so out of control so quickly is because the police they're. Uh, They were uh, they kind of had their own uh, defund the police and they kind of did that. And then they weren't able to quickly as respond as uh, as they wanted to because they didn't have the tools and they didn't have enough people. Uh, And I was reading today that they had like uh, commandos like from the army, like going through the streets now. And that's just like this isn't like military people are going through there. So and uh, yeah, it's pretty insane. You know, in Chicago when Trump was president, he was talking about, he wanted to offer military assistance and all this stuff to, to get the, the, the crime and control. And the, the mayor at the time was like, we don't need your help. And, and I think uh, the governor now, I, I remember reading this late last year, it was talking about offering that, that same assistance to them. And the she, the, the mayor was a little bit more welcoming. <laughs> so, um, but I, I yeah it's uh people things get politicized so quickly uh you don't know hopefully they get better i mean they get the situation under control because it is shocking to see uh you know when people talk about america and, and europe i know the europeans especially the french when there's any type of protest they get crazy dude i remember uh they had an issue with the gas tax or something like that or they were cutting pensions, and dude, they were fucking rioting on the street. They were fighting with like uh, police and protesters. It was like crazy, but they weren't burning down the city. They're fighting with their the cops and uh, the, the 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 legal authorities. But this this is complete whole nother level. Of what's going on? They've like broken down uh, zoos. They're looting. They're burning stuff up. They're like, it's just, it's insane. It, I mean, it's. It's like you see this stuff and you're like, "Damn, I can't believe this is Europe."
2: I wonder if that'll lead to like uh, things escalating to like civil war status.
0: I mean, I mean, who knows? Alex Jones, I know. Th- think what you will of him. He said when they were letting all those uh, immigrants get up there and to to Europe. He said, "This is this is gonna get. These are people who are leaving a bad situation who don't want to leave and come into places where they've been kind of told like it's it's these people hate you, uh, you know they're, they're colonialist and all this other stuff and they go there, and so they've never been really wanted to be there, and now they're like, you know, screw this place like, you know, and those people just generally didn't want to be there and." It's, it's just a bad situation. So who knows what that might lead to some type of civil unrest, some type of war and it could get ugly quickly especially because you know European Europe's past with colonialism like you know France, Spain <laughs> uh, Brits, the Britons, the, the British and people bring that up to this day uh, you know anytime they do anything it's colonialism.
2: You know, uh, Arabs but, uh, conquered uh, a lot of land too, man. Like people feel uh, fail to yeah. realize, like
0: no, of it's course. not just one sided. It's yes,
2: there's everyone's got dirty hands, man. Every culture, every la- land, every the peoples. Persians
0: own conquered the known world back in the day, and the, the Persians is uh, uh, modern day Iran, dude. <laughs> like, they used to they conquered like Asia and like parts of Europe. Like they owned everything for a. Long time with uh, Xerxes, but nobody talks about that. And then, uh, so, again, it's uh, Genghis Khan. He conquered all these, some some European stuff, Asia, you know, he's a person. He's not white, I'll tell you that. And then, currently, now, look at China, what they're doing. They go in there. It's a form of colonialism. They take over. They give these people money, and then when they don't pay, they take over everything. The... I mean, that's like uh, just another, they're using money instead of uh, brute force and army. And, um, and, and you know, it's just another way of controlling people. But, yeah, it's still going on to this day. But people, when any time those countries, the West comes up, they, you know, colonialism and you know, blah, all this nonsense or something that did happen. I'm not saying it never, it didn't happen. It was just, that's what they did back in the day. And it just conjures these bad images of just people of color being getting kicked by, you know, people from Europe and or white people and people right away. Like it just triggers people, you know.
2: Yeah, it's tough, man, especially when everybody sees color and they they say like there's racism, but then they keep the racism going by identifying as a race other than human. Like if you want to abolish racism then don't identify as anything other than a human yeah we might have different you know cultural aspects and different music and dialects but at the end we're all just people we're all people that are going to live a life and then you know pass away someday damn right
0: pass away
2: i mean but unless you want to keep on going immortal man,
0: didn't didn't uh, musk solve this problem for us and uh, Google that <laughs> They're working forever bro I'm gonna be working, rocking man. forever <laughs>
2: You're gonna be an AI like Terminator machines
0: I got I'm gonna store my uh My conscience into A two gig uh USB stick I'm like Maybe <laughs> I need like a bigger hard drive Because I'm so smart it's been my Latest thing lately that's what I've been Thinking about But uh yeah what's going on In France and Europe it, it's kind Of sad uh Hopefully that they, they straighten everything out and everybody can live like in uh, like Noel says some type of harmony. We're not gonna agree on everything, but we want to be civil. We want to be nice to other people, and as Danny would say, we gotta be more Christian-like and be nice to people, even though that word Christians uh, offends a lot of people. <laughs> so, but. Uh, with that being said, that kind of what's going on over there is—is it, is it some type of uh, racism or whatever? It kind of goes into our article of the week. So, um, keeping with our, our, our hot topic here, strong language, Andy. Damn, okay, man. Uh, so we—I kind of talked about this on a previous episode. I went to some graduations and people a lot of uh the one I went to is a big hispanic community it's just hispanics another word for mexican here <laughs> latin, <laughs>
1: but, x Andy, latin, latin
0: x and latin or latino yeah, yeah. um and well i remember i'm old i'm 45 and then when i remember graduating high school we weren't the only people were that were sashes were the the smart people the valedictorians and and, and and all that and when i was here to this recent graduation uh a year ago i was just like damn why is everybody wearing sashes like of like of their culture their heritage of religion um it was kind of interesting i said at the time and i was just like um okay like i was telling my wife she's like yeah it's it's they can't, not that they're against it, they let them express themselves, but I, to me, being my wise, being the wise person that I am, like, this is going to lead to some bullshit where people are going to get upset. And sure enough, it happened this past, this, this month, or uh, last month, um, this happened in South Elgin, uh, the alum, Stephanie Pedrosa, uh, she's not, uh, she goes... Uh, it states the article, moments before she was set to walk across the stage at graduation, Pedroza was asked the de- by the dean to remove a stole provided to her by the Elgin Hispanic Network, or the SASH. The stole recognized Pedrosa as the organization's top scholarship recipient and for her Mexican heritage. And according to the uh, U-46 policy, that's the district, students can wear stoles or cords not provided by the district. But they have to get permission. But again, I saw hundreds of kids with them. I don't think they all got permission. Um when I went to this graduation, which was the same school district. Uh, and then uh the according to Pedroza, you know, the dean collected a handful of stalls that they and other stu- students hid their stalls under the graduation gowns when they realized what was happening. So, again, what the article doesn't state was, I think this is where I'm like, eh, were they just picking the the Latino uh, students or were they going to everybody or, you know, everybody that was wearing these stoles uh, that wasn't uh, given by the district? Um, through the incident was disappointing, she said there was no ill intent. She wants to move forward and focus on the future, helping other students like her. And, uh she goes, I hope the district moving forward brings some more awareness to first generation student demographic. That's me and you, Danny and Noel, who are first generations, uh, who will go to U of I. She also has to, she's they they sponsored a state bill, um, that helped prevent future <laughs> incidents like hers. To, so I don't know what the hell this, the, the state's going to do. Um, The bills awaiting the governor's signature would prohibit public and charter schools from prohibiting a student from wearing clothing that has cultural, ethnic, or religious significance. Um, So with that being said, uh, I don't know when's the last time... I know, Danny, uh, uh, your son just graduated junior high. I I don't think they're wearing stoles or stashes. No, I don't know when's the last time you've been to a graduation. But I did talk about it in a previous episode. I saw this and my... How I grew up and I saw, like, this is going to be a problem. Somebody's going to take offense to this shit. Or they're going to make a big stink. Because the only people who wore them or was given to was kids who achieved something. Like, they were part of... uh, about like dorian uh, i can't even say that fucking word right but and, and the other things to signify signify like they have accomplished something of uh really high at, at high school level and when i went i saw all sorts of kids with religious and heritage and like american and and, and and but mostly latino and i'm just like man this is like ripe for some bs to happen and sure enough it happened
2: yeah I do um it, it's a complicated situation. I, I don't really have an opinion one way or another. I, I kinda think like if the school doesn't wanna allow those whatever you want sashes district. or sto- stoles, yeah, the district, um that's fine. That's up to them, right? Like if they want like let's say people are against that, like they, they don't want them to show it, okay, well the school you know, are is in charge of what they can wear you're you're obviously going to not allow people to go out there in bikinis and shit, right like so there there are rules and there are certain like dress codes when you're graduating you know I, I had to adhered to that I didn't want to wear the exact outfit they gave me right but I had to buy it and they're like here this is what it costs this is where it is you either wear it or you don't go and I'm like all right I'll wear it and I put it on and all that it's not like it was the highest quality material it was like a super comfortable it's just what we had to wear and so I do agree with the valedictorians um, being the people to wear the sashes or the stoles. I think if everyone is going to start wearing their cultural stuff, then then it should be open to everybody, right? Like everyone should be, be able to do and It should be like an activity and the school should agree with that. And if they don't, then, you know, you don't do it for anyone. You, you can't do it for some and not for all is my kind of what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. from the sounds of the school, they, did allow these sashes to be worn, but you just had to get permission so that they can have some kind of vetting system to make sure that it's appropriate. But since this Latinx didn't ask for permission, they told her no. So I really don't honestly see the problem. You didn't ask for permission. That's what you get. First life lesson after high school, there you go. Ask permission otherwise you ain't gonna get what you want to get oh, so to me man. it's uh, to me it's just that simple why this is becoming some kind of racist issue it's not it's her fault she didn't ask for permission if you asked for permission she would have probably been let to wear it like uh, wear it like you said Andy uh, hundreds of people wear stuff like this all the time but since she didn't ask for permission the dean is by all rights, he doesn't need to he or she I don't I'm not sure what the Dean I believe was. It
0: was a female. Yeah,
1: okay She doesn't have she Cis doesn't need to
0: female pronouns,
1: bro, <laughs> right? She doesn't have the the Necessity to let her do it now would it have been cool if she would have let her sure and she would have got kudos or whatever but she didn't need to so uh, Mrs. Uh, Gomez or whatever her name was She's the one that fall Pedroza. She's the one at fall here um so I, I don't really see a problem. And it, it, I kind of I, – I don't mind individuality if people want to look how they want to look. But I agree, man. Uh, to let everybody wear whatever the heck they want, you're just looking for problems, uh, which might be welcome. Maybe it will create some kind of dialogue to kind of express these feelings. But you're not going to want people to wear – swastika sashes and and have stuff like that when is that going to be acceptable It'd be like well we're open for everything here guys so you're not going to want to see that there so i think it's better to just have like noel said a clean environment where the only people wearing special sashes are the and andy i don't think you need a 20 gig hard drive if you can't say that word Ah, and,
2: damn.
1: <laughs> but yeah uh, They're the only ones that should wear it And like Warfet, Next Gen, NGT Those are the only people that need to wear Those special sashes, otherwise Boom,
0: oh, you just I wear the saying. regular
1: Regular gown and that's it I couldn't wear
0: a sash because I didn't accomplish anything In high school, the only thing accomplished me is I graduated But I have a friend that would say they don't mean shit right, but... Nowadays yeah Kind of <laughs> 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 But yeah like i said when i went listen to the previous episode i saw like uh the stoles with like la Virgen, de guadalupe saint jude like the 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 apostle of like miracles and stuff i'm like why is he wearing that like it's a miracle that he graduated or something uh and i saw people with uh, 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 just like crosses and stuff like that and i was just like and I was thinking, like, man, like when I graduate, and I was I don't think this was an option. And I was thinking, what would I wear? And then I'm just thinking, like, why? Like, this shit don't make sense to me. And like, uh, African American students had somewhat like those, uh, those African uh, color ones. And I was just like, like a lot of students, like a lot. It was like a big chunk of the class. And I was just like, I didn't understand. But apparently and now it's a big thing, and to me that it just leads like always it, it leads into some controversy and to me if I was uh, like one of the ones that would wear one because you accomplish something I would be kind of upset by it because you worked your ass off to get that and now everybody just wears whatever the hell they want and yeah you're right she could have asked for permission but I'm pretty sure nobody really knows about it and th- that's like a whole other thing too you know and then and and I just feel at this point with that, it's just it's going to be a free-for-all because people don't want to deal with the headaches that come with it. Because as soon as you tell somebody no, it's going to turn into a bigger mess. And uh, a lot of the school districts or the individual high schools, they don't want to deal with any of that. They don't want no controversy at all. And then they all play that we're inclusive stuff and diversity. And uh, equity and all this other uh, stuff, and it turns into just, just like a big PR mess that nobody wants to deal with.
2: Yeah, yeah all that all that stuff gets complicated, man. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, wherever our parents came from, we're here right now, and we're we're enjoying the luxuries that we have being Americans. So if I'm gonna be proud of anywhere and represent any flag, it's gonna be the American flag. That's that's my hot take of the day right there. Heck yeah, miracle, man.
0: So yeah, I mean I, I like I said I was thinking about what do I wear and I was like, man, I think I would get una Lacran and shit, Durango or something. And like a truck on the other one, but then I'm like like I don't even know where to begin, where'd you get one? And my wife's like, I told my where do you get this? And then like, just go to Amazon. <laughs> you search you search it on Amazon it's like i love love the place and I was just like oh, of course, fucking Amazon.
1: Yeah. I I don't know, man. To me I to me it doesn't bother me. I'm a big freedom of speech. I accept everybody to say what they want to say and need to say, whether that's people that have my beliefs that I'm cool with, stuff like JC and stuff like that, but at the same time, I'm cool with letting people who have neo-Nazi opinions speak their mind. Now, I don't agree with any of that, so but I do believe in the freedom of speech, and it'd be nice if this would fall in the same category, but just wait until somebody is displaying something that not everybody's cool with and then that's when it's a problem. So to me, don't let anybody wear anything. Just, just the people who got honor roll and got scholarships, let them do wear the sash. Everybody else just wear the regular gar- garb and that's it. But I don't know. Let us know out there in uh, Freeform Network land. Email in what you think, ffnquestions at gmail.com. But I think that's it, guys. I think we, we've we set our piece. For this one, we'll see if this topic comes back up, because I'm sure it will. But we'd like to thank you all for listening. Remember, follow Freeform Network on Twitter at Freeform Network. Visit our webpage, freeformnetwork.podbean.com. There's where you're going to see all of our information and all the rest of our 199 episodes down there, plus a few other stragglers that we've done specials. So great run. We're going to have our 200 next, so very exciting. Um, hit that like and subscribe, and wherever you're viewing or, or uh, hearing this right now, we really appreciate it. it. helps us with our numbers. Even if you just did it once uh, a couple months ago, go on there again and hit that like again. We really appreciate it. But for free from radio, we got Andy.
0: It's all good, Andy. I want to thank you for listening, and I'll catch you for that, the 200-episode spectacular.
2: Whoa, and we got Noel. Thank you all for listening, everybody. It's uh, still raining and pouring out here, so I'm going to put on a horror movie and just relax the rest of the day.
1: Heck yeah, man. Sounds like a plan. I, myself, getting a little hungry. Going to go heat up some chicken wings and uh, get into some TV and see what I watch, man. But we'd like to thank you all again for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one.